Hello, and welcome back to the Sheet Cabins podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel and Mandy, and we are the owners of Cheeky Chic Boutique. Welcome back. This is exciting. We're doing um, our fourth podcast, which yeah. is, it's already crazy to say that it's been, like we've recorded, yeah, for four weeks. It's been a month now. It since flies we started. Yeah, by. it really does fly. Literally I'm sure everyone by. listening knows that. Some things, I was talking to someone about this the other day, it feels like like an event was yesterday, but it also feels like it was forever ago at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, what time is very fleeting and very strange. What do they say about parenthood? The days are long, but the years are short. Or yes, something like that's that. exactly how it is. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, oh my gosh, this day is so long. So much is happening. And then the next thing you look up, your child has grown. So I have that quote on my entry wall. Oh, do you in my house? Yeah. So how on earth have I missed that? So whenever you walk in, um, Uh Christine, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, she hand drew it because she does calligraphy and Uh stuff. So she hand drew it. I'll show you when we when we're I done need with this. To go see. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. Cause I wanted her to hand draw something for me cause she's really good. Shout out to Christine. Um, she's really good. And that's the quote that I chose mm-hmm. because it's so true. I feel like it's such like a quote to live by. I wish I would have known that she did that when we were doing wedding invitations. That yeah. She's cool. amazing. She's that so good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Speaking of, I know uh-huh. you have a whole I list. I do. Okay. What do you want to say? So I actually thought of this and I meant to put it in my phone and then text you and be like, hey, let's talk about this. But speaking of being talented, mm-hmm. I actually wanted to ask you, um, is there anything that you wish was like your talent? Like anything that you wish you could do very well? I already know mine. It may be. I don't know if it's I, the same. I wish... A, I wish I could sing. That's my, but, that's what I wish. Honestly, that, I mean, even if I did nothing with it, I yeah. don't know. I just, for some reason, I wish that that was like my talent. Yeah. I wish I was good at it. Um, just because like, it's nice to sing and it like sound good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. And it not turn everyone off. <laughs> I actually wish I had the talent back that I had when I was younger. When, like tumbling and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Cheerleading. Mm-hmm. Like my body could do amazing things. Even with soccer. Like mm-hmm. I was really good at soccer. Athlet- I just, like that athletic yes, gene. I used to be so athletic. So I wish I could just have that back with I was never tired. Mm-hmm. I could do so much stuff and never be tired. If I could have just that in general back Oh my God. I feel like I, I, I feel like anyone, that. us included, would pay for that kind of energy and that kind of athleticism. And we are not old by any means, but obviously, as you guys listening know, like the, as the years go by, you mm-hmm. just, you just feel certain things you can't do anymore or it's certain really, ailments are developing. It's so <laughs> depressing because whenever I used to be able to tumble very well, I used to tumble on football fields and everything. And I mean, of course my wrists weren't the best back then because of all of that. But now if I even do a back handspring on a trampoline, my wrists kill me. We I don't have even to, I can want to talk backflips. about trampolines. <laughs> I know. I was just PTSD. I was just bouncing normally and all of a sudden my foot like broke in half. (laughs) No, everything's fine except for it's still swollen and that was like forever ago. That probably is not good. I don't think it's going to heal. Like I think it just is that way. Yeah, And that's the thing about getting older too. Like when you do have these ailments that pop up, like they don't go away. Oh, I've had a bad tailbone (laughs) since And your sister too. She's like talking about that on social media. I don't know why her tailbone, I think honestly, I think she's... She said her tailbone is messed up from sitting 
because she got quarantined for two weeks. Oh I'm my pretty sure hers gosh. is from sitting. That's so mine funny. From is, Netflixing too hard. Uh, mine is because I got dropped. Uh, they threw me in the air and just, oh uh, really? Well, they they caught me, but um, I hit uh-huh. the ground. So mine has been like that. If I sit in a movie theater seat for like, too long, for too long, the typical kind, not mm-hmm. the ones at the Keller Movie Eatery. Those yeah, are, those are nice. Yeah, um, but like the typical ones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, my tailbone will hurt afterwards. That um, but yeah, that's just one of those. And I feel things. like everyone just kind of develops like back issues and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Like at, whenever I'm sitting around folding laundry, which obviously <laughs> I don't really find the time to do a lot. <laughs> There's a pile by my front door right now. But whenever I do sit around and do it, I'm like, man, this is killing my back. Same with the dishes. It's like hunching over uh-huh. the sink, you know, it's just whatever I'm, excuse we can give. To- <laughs> I'm hunched over all day long because mm-hmm. I teach four year olds. And so they are a lot smaller than me mm-hmm. and we're always on the floor or something. So my back is in a constant state it's of just like curved. Yes, yeah, curved, which, and it's like starting to get bad. Like I need That's to start doing good. some exercises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have one of those little like humps on the top of my neck. I need to stop it. Like I'm a little <laughs> nervous. I'm a little <laughs> nervous about it. I need to work on that. I know. <laughs> so you had told me earlier. So I want to give a little update for people on our lives because I have something that I want to share. And I know that you said that you wanted to share your new book. Mm-hmm. So people that don't know, Rachel loves to read. And when she told me that she finished a book, my the first thing I thought was, I wonder what she read because you have such a wide variety of likes in the reading like atmosphere Mm -hmm. like you like self-help books you Mm -hmm. like mystery you like I think romance. Do you yes. like that? Yes. A lot of the ones that I read these days are like a mix of mystery, yeah. murder, romance kind of stuff. Yeah. So what's the one you just Well, finished? so I did want to tell everyone who's listening, I wanted to mention the book that I just finished because a couple of reasons. I found an author that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, reason being, I don't know if you guys have a Kindle or anything. Listen, I was totally not against Kindle, but I was like, I have to have the book, book in, in hand. Mm-hmm. There are so many people like that. I was always that person. But when you read as much as I do or as much as I have been lately, it's so much easier having the Kindle. It's obviously cheaper. It's more cost effective instead of buying a whole bunch of books. But the other thing is Kindle has like an unlimited book program. So Mm -hmm. you can pay $10 a month and get essentially a membership to so many books. And it's not just, oh, these are like the junky ones that are included for free. They're really good. So it's helped me find some new authors. So that being said, I found a new author for anyone who's listening that likes to read. Um, Her name is Colleen Hoover. I almost blanked on that. I was like, oh, shoot, this is pointless if I can't think of her name. Her (laughs) name is Colleen Hoover. There's a book that had a ton of reviews and it was called Layla. Such a strange but amazing book. So strange, so interesting. Fiction, and it had non-fiction. to do nonfiction. It had to do with like ghosts and um, stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is normally not what I read. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it was just like a really good mix of mystery, suspense. I love suspense books, but not ones that are like disgusting and disturbing. So anyway, that was a great book. Well, then I moved on to another one by her called Heartbones. Really good too. Um, I can't think of the names off the top of my head. Hopeless was another one. Anyway, I started reading her probably a month ago and I've already read like five or six of her books. Wow. And this last one that I read is called Verity and it is such a good book. And I just wonder where she gets these ideas. So are they all fiction or nonfiction? They are all. Wait, I meant fiction. I said nonfiction. They are all fiction. Um, and it's just crazy where they get 
the storylines. Uh-huh. That just amazes me how authors can come up with this stuff. And anyway, all the books that I've read by her, I've read, like I said, five or six, and they keep me on the edge of my seat. They are total page turners, uh-huh. every single one of them. And that's hard to find with an author. So yeah. if you're listening, you guys go download or find books by Colleen Hoover um, because they're so suspenseful and they're so they're such page turners. That's why I've read like six in the past month. Are they short chapters or are they longer? They're chapters? short chapters. I so love that. yes. And that's the other thing about Kindle that's really cool. You don't have a Kindle. I do, but I haven't like charged it or opened it up. So in it'll years. tell you whenever you're reading, it tells you at the um, bottom of the screen, like five minutes left to read based on your reading speed. So it tells you like you have five minutes left in this chapter, four minutes left in this chapter. Uh. So it gets to know your reading speed. So yeah, there are short chapters, which is nice. And yeah, that's how I unwind every single night. But you guys, if you are readers, if you like anything mystery, suspense, it's got romance involved too. Um, great author. Yeah. Yeah. I don't venture far from uh, celebrity autobiographies. Mm-hmm. Mandy is all about those. Yes. Whenever we were and quarantined, like listen. she listened to the Jessica Simpson one. So good. Yeah. So And good. I meant to get around to listening to that, but I still haven't. You would really enjoy yeah. that one. I Especially, I just really like how she told the story or like how she told it a, and how she read And it was it. interesting, right? Oh, it was so interesting. All the things that you don't see through the lens of the mm-hmm. media and everything like that. That was before social media happened. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was very interesting. And then um, I like autobiographies. And then uh, James Patterson, love he's such a good author. So I, I agree him. with Mandy on James Patterson. Yeah, he's, he's really good. And then Nicholas Sparks, of course. And I love, love Nicholas him. Sparks too. Mm-hmm. His chapters are very lengthy. So that's why it's I haven't for read one of his books in a long time. Me so either. I don't remember that. I think The Longest Ride was the last one I read. And I never read that one nor did I see the movie. You've never seen the movie? It's I good. haven't. I'm sure it's it really is. Good. And I love all of the mm-hmm. Nicholas Sparks. My favorite one, is yours the notebook? Is that your like favorite movie slash book of his? Um, Ryan and I no. watch, Ryan and I watch Safe Haven mm-hmm. and The Lucky One like all the time. I, I like the, And the books were even better than the movies. I would say that the movie is probably the notebook, but my favorite book was probably At First Sight. And I didn't read that oh, one. Oh, it's so good. I need to read so that good. one. And The Choice. The Choice uh, is I feel really like good I read too. that one. I can't remember. Uh, the Coma? No, the coma I didn't one. read that okay. one. Then Mm-mm. you need to. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Did you know that Nicholas Sparks listens to like murder mysteries and stuff like that while he's type writing How? his love story. I could not even do that. So um, Jonathan and I, years ago, when we first started dating, went to go see Nicholas Sparks in person. It was like a... Oh, I remember a, that, yes. but I forgot. It was in Missouri. We we drove, especially to Missouri, mm-hmm. for this. And just so happens, thank goodness, his sister lives there. So we stayed with them. And his buddy lived there as well. So we went and saw him. But yeah, we went and to a Q&A. That's really cool. It was so cool. He personally signed one of my books. I forget which book Yeah, it was. I can't remember which one had just come it out whenever y'all went. It might have been The Longest Ride. Maybe. It might have been. But yeah, he personally signed that. And yeah, he was saying that whenever he's writing these romantic stories. That is so he's funny. He's listening to like murder. And that's I'm like, hilarious. you know what? You're my type of person. Well, and that's why I love Colleen Hoover that uh-huh. I've been reading because it's such a mix of that. There's like romance in it, like where I'm on the edge of my seat because of the romance. Yeah. But then I'm also on the edge of my seat because of like the suspense and the mystery of it so that's like right up my alley mm-hmm. I love both of those just mashed together I love that yeah. yeah okay so Rachel finishes a book 
We're going to talk about what's new in my life. It's so, so minuscule, but it feels like such a win. So there are two major things that are happening in my home and I'm so excited. So first I'm getting a big girl office. Yes, I'm she so is. And excited. she deserves it. She really does. She yes. deserves an office space. Yeah. So I, um, let's take a quick break. The heart behind the I'm On podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Pay the bills. I, I take care of all the bills in our family. Like I don't pay them with my own money. Like we, we both <laughs> She does pay. the bookkeeping. Yes, I do the bookkeeping. I actually take the money and pay the bills. <laughs> and so I just need a spot. And then whenever I'm working for stuff on the boutique with um, on my computer, like I just need a space. So I'm super excited. I'm wallpapering all the walls and I'm getting all these really cute like gold accents. Because she has in her home, she has, it's like a built-in mm-hmm. nook area off the kitchen and it's so cool. Cool. Yes. I love that. Oh space. my God, I love it. Because Jonathan has his office tucked away. Um, in it, the actual office area. So this little nook space is supposed to be an office space as yeah, well. Yeah, you can use it as like a homework yeah. area or like you had it as a coffee bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm officially changing it into my office and I'm so excited. I'm going to have a pink velvet chair and I'm just uh, so pumped. She showed me the chair and it's legit. <laughs> it's so cute. And I, you know what? A few days ago, like I showed it to Jonathan and I was like, what do you think about this? And he goes, yeah, I like it. And I'm like, kind of. You do realize it's going to be yeah. like in the kitchen and living area. I know. Like, and I don't know if he noticed like knows. if he put two and two together yeah, yeah. so I'm kind of like waiting so Jonathan for if you're up. listening no <laughs> it's gonna show up before this probably like I've already bought it so yeah too bad so sad <laughs> no turning back now <laughs> so that's one big thing that's going on and then the other thing this has actually been a thing for a while but I'm so pumped that I need to tell the world I now park in our garage yes that's and a big deal every because we can't <laughs> it's amazing every single morning I get to get Charlie into the car and I get to hit my little button and then I roll out and I close it's it. A it's a big deal. It's I feel like a grown up. Oh yeah, totally. Cause we're not there yet. <laughs> we can't do that. The only time I have ever parked in a garage besides right now is so one of our customers, Skylar, um, I went to high school with her. I was roommates with her husband and we used to have parties over at our house all the time. The only time I ever parked in our garage was to so, make room for a party guest, make room for more people so they could park. <laughs> so they weren't parking in front of the other like neighbor's uh-huh. houses. So like literally that is the only time I've ever parked in a garage. So now I feel like super grown up. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I've made it. I'm yeah, officially- you've made it in the world. I'm not there. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Like whenever we hear that it might be hailing or something, I'll look at Ryan and be like, do you want to pull your truck in? He's like, it would take a lot of work to move stuff out of like we just have boxes and just stuff. The, the gym is in there too. The gym equipment's yeah. in there. Yeah. So anyway, it just wouldn't work. And we'll just kind of look at each other and be like, 
Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how this hailstorm goes, how it pans out. One time when we lived at our old house, we didn't uh, park in the garage then either. And we didn't have any room when a hailstorm was coming in to even think about pulling it in. Jonathan literally put all of our throw pillows and blankets oh, on top. Yeah. I oh, remember we that. We ruined so many blankets and pillows. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it didn't even hail. It just rained. When I was younger, I was like very young, like Six. I don't know. I don't know how old how old I was. I'll have to verify with my mom. But I remember she had just gotten a brand new car, brand new bright red Dodge Avenger, mm-hmm. and literally hail came in, and she's out there getting bonked in the head with hail, throwing quilts over the top of it. I that's one of like my I will say fondest memories because you know it's just <laughs> like good funny. memories that you have, you know, of just things that happened. But yeah, so funny. It's like tornado's about to come we talked about how i feel about that but tornado's about to come and she's out there getting pelted in the head with hail trying to get quilts on the car on the brand new car (laughs) poor name so funny oh my gosh so did you get a chance to watch the harry and megan and oprah so i did mandy told me she was like you need to go watch this because i do want to talk about it on our podcast so i did watch it today and well and i will say that was in place of the bachelor i did not watch the bachelor last night which it's okay if you want to talk about that and i can find out what's going on but i chose to watch that Mm -hmm. instead so yes what are your thoughts and what do you have to say about that so i was shocked but yet I wasn't because at, at what Megan was saying, because I feel like they, the Royals do try to put on this we're perfect persona mm-hmm. and um, nothing is perfect. And that's, you know? and, yeah. And that's just like one of those things where you can compare it to your life. Even it's like, the, like the Instagram highlight reel, mm-hmm. things are not always what they seem. And, Think about how many headlines you read and you buy into it. And what really actually struck me was whenever the snowstorm was happening here. And I just remember the headlines and yes, some very horrendous things were happening, but the headlines made it seem like we were all doomed. The entire Mm -hmm. state of Texas, like all this stuff when we're sitting over here eating crackers, you know, waiting on the fire to come on in 20 minutes, you know, or the the heat to come on in the fireplace to come on in 20 minutes. So it's just like how things are portrayed. Portrayed and perceived. Yes. And you could just tell the whole time, like she was wanting to be raw and honest, but she's walking on eggshells. She's scared to death, Mm -hmm. scared to death to be saying, and she's trying so hard to step around certain things Mm -hmm. because she doesn't want to put other people out. But it's like, I also want you to know the truth because I've been drug in the mud. Well, it's really frustrating that even before, like when she was pregnant, the royal family was not going to give Archie any Security. well or any oh, title. Uh huh. Yeah. Even before he was born. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder why. Mm-hmm. Like when and she I, was kind of pointing towards why. Yes, race yeah. was it what that seemed mm-hmm. to me. And she was basically having Oprah say it because she did not want to say who uh-huh. said this and who, you know, she you could tell she's scared of the repercussions yeah. that are gonna come from this interview. And I don't blame her. And I'm sure there already are repercussions because it aired like what Sunday? Uh Ah, uh, yes, it did. Yeah. It, it aired Sunday and there are going to be repercussions, but there's not going to be much because honestly, they've already stripped Harry of all of his. And what Megan said it was they stripped those things of him before they even knew that he was going on Oprah. Right. So I feel like he's already estranged from his family. Like there's not really much 
that it's just very they sad. Do. It is so sad. And it makes me sad that I feel like America is becoming so progressive and so open where, I mean, I'll, I'll, we obviously need a lot of work, but mm-hmm. we're being so open with mental health and, um, it's like okay to talk about your mental health and things like that. It, it, we're very like open about talking about race. And I hate that. Like, it just seems as though they're trying to be so perfect, but I'm like, and then they're not even like acknowledging Mm -mm. that they're doing all of those things that Mm -hmm. are. And turning her away for feeling like she has that issue. And one of my friends, she had posted on Facebook and she was like, you know, if you feel like anxiety and depression does not touch people who are wealthy or who seem to have a picture perfect life, you're you're totally wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so true because it can happen to anyone. I've already told you all that I struggle with anxiety and granted mine is like under control, but there are times when it's not whatever the reason may be. And the thing of it is, is like sometimes I don't know the reason uh-huh. it just it's is just a, yeah, yeah it is what it, it just is, is. Yeah. and with all the pressure that she's received all the hate that she's received like I just can't and, imagine how that would she's feel getting hate for things that weren't Kate true ha- well yeah weren't true and that what Kate has done but in Kate's line mm-hmm. it was glorified and said right good job right. and then when she does it that just it's goes not. to show how like off things are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like one person can get away with this. The next person will do the same thing and it's frowned upon. And mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. And they even showed the headlines in that, in that video yeah. of how it was like exactly the same it, thing. One of but, them was about avocados. Right. And her eating like, avocados. How dare you eat this? And then the other and one then is. And her like holding her pregnant belly. I just, a lot of the stuff I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. It's very sad for someone to have to live like that yeah. and just feel like no matter what you do, people are going to yeah. just be like. And not being able to leave the palace. It's just like, there are just so many that things. That seems very depressing. It's that, like, no wonder. Yeah. And then what makes me actually really upset is that whenever they finally did go to Canada, they straight up pulled their security and then, but their location was out there. Mm-hmm. How like, it's like putting me, a target on their back. Yes, and that's like a slap in the face. Like mm-hmm. I don't care about it because Your obviously safety. Harry's worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of bad people could easily try to kidnap for oh, ransom, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Just so sad. And then they get upset with them for making deals here in America to tell their story. And they're like, well, but we need money. Yeah. They have no one on their side. Yeah. Like Megan had to quit acting because of this mm-hmm. life. So how do you, it's just, and so you, sad. you cut Harry off. Yeah. So, and it's wow. like a lot of it's like all in the name of love. Like it's almost like Romeo and Juliet yeah. kind of thing. You know, it's just I'm like, glad he got away because Princess Diana wasn't able to. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's a lot of uh, the same sort of it is. thing. It really is. And it's so sad. And I remember that headline from when I was, I think I was in elementary school. So you were too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just remember like how crazy that was. And then all the stuff that came out after it. And it's just like, it's a whole nother world. Well, so I was talking to a coworker today and she said, uh, she read Princess Diana's book and I haven't read it yet. And I, I want to now, but apparently she tried to take her own life as well because of all of the pressures. Mm-hmm. So I just, there's so many parallels to right. them that yeah. it's just, thank goodness they got out. They're living a happy life. It just sucks that they can't do it with mm-hmm. their family. Yeah. You know? And it's right. It's at the expense of all of this. Like, yeah. yeah, it stinks. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't get to watch The Bachelor. I didn't, but so I want to know what's going on. I feel like I can give you recaps. You saw the emoji in my phone. Yes. It was like a throw up. Face. It, it was a throw up face. <laughs> so um, 
first, I'll, I'll kind of give you a rundown. Uh, do you know any of the background with Matt and his dad? No. Okay. So apparently they do not have a good relationship. And his dad, I guess, cheated and was very unfaithful to his mom. So there's Matt and his brother and then his mom. And um, Matt called his dad over to have – I guess he wanted to – like close his wounds because he doesn't he didn't want to make the same mistakes his dad did I guess Mm -hmm. his dad kind of abandoned them abandoned them and left and started a new family and just wasn't a great guy well Matt's dad didn't fully understand what he was walking into so he called him over on the show yeah they did this on the show and like to me if I Matt just doesn't probably know like everything that is the bachelor and how televised it's going to be and how it'll look he they're kind of like like he doesn't realize that they're gonna yeah yeah, and and I'm sure they knew that he would it, it would be aired but I don't also know if he knew that he could be like I don't want this right. um, to be right. televised. Right. Or maybe he did. I don't know. But he called his dad over and his dad was like, well, you know, like, I'm just so proud of you, son. And um, he was like, well, I just don't want to make the same mistakes you did. And his dad was like, oh, like, you won't, you won't. And he was like, no, dad, I'm trying to, like, tell you, like, what that you. That you really messed up. Yes, you really. And then so his dad was kind of, like, taken aback. I would be taken aback, mm-hmm. too. I'd be like, whoa. Caught off guard on didn't, camera. Yes, cameras everywhere. Chris Harrison's probably in the back. <laughs> Like being like giving him the dirty looks. So, but I mean, the the conversation ended up being good. His dad apologized, and Matt said, "Okay, I'm like this is a good step forward. We're obviously not going to be like right. fixed in a day or right. a conversation." But this was but, like a like, good stepping stone to but that. But then Matt was like, "And you know what I learned from this conversation? I'm not my dad. I'm not going to make the same thing." But like. Duh. Right. Like, just because your dad cheated on your mom, you're all of a sudden scared you're going to be unfaithful? Mm -hmm. Like, have you still – have you been unfaithful? Like, what makes you all of a sudden think you're just going to abandon your kids and your wife and – Like, he just Just because your dad did. Right. I guess I just don't understand the logic, but that could be a lot of people's fears that have gone through that. That you'll turn into your parent. Yeah. Yeah, in a negative way. I don't know. I mean, maybe – which I didn't see the conversation with him and his dad. Maybe that did give him – I hate this word – some clarity. Clarity. Oh, I can't stand when the Bachelor franchise uses that word because they just throw it around. They do. But maybe he did kind of – of like I don't know maybe just with his and they probably didn't show everything right they do clip it a lot but maybe like his relationship with his dad and he was able to like look at it head on and be like okay that's my dad this is me I'm not gonna do that I don't know yeah well he sure told that to all three women before he gave them the fantasy suite key he was like he was like I had this conversation with my dad and afterwards I realized I'm not going to be him. So was the crying blah, blah, blah. preview about his dad or what happened? So yes, the one of them, the one where he's sitting up and he drops his head and he starts crying and he's in an interview room. Yes, that's about his dad. Okay. Because oh, that broke my heart actually oh. because he was like my dad would come over and bring us shoes and bring us pizza and then he was like I didn't need shoes. And then he started crying. He's like, I just needed my dad. Ugh. And I was like, okay, that really, that like, that breaks my heart. me so sad. Yeah, I hate – I because I just saw the little boy in him, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's the thing. Like, when you when you get hurt like that at some point in your life, like, you literally go back to being that child. Yes, childhood trauma is – Yeah. Mandy deals with it every single day Every single day. With her kids. Um, yeah, it's it, – 
rears its head yeah. in many different forms. Yeah. And like you said, looking at this, however old he is, 30 year old man, and he looks like a six year old boy. Yeah, His dad just, just told him, here's some shoes. I'm leaving now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that part really made me sad. But yeah, he told all three of the women about his dad. So how thing. did the overnights go? So the first date, I have this written down. So the first date was with Michelle. Love her. Mm-hmm. Love her so much. I do too. So they went on, it was like a spa date, but it was a authentic Pennsylvania Dutch, I think is what they called it, a spa date. So they like soaked their feet in oatmeal uh-huh. and like stuff. But this is the puke face part. Oh gosh. They rubbed each other with butter. Ew, that makes me want to, that makes me want to puke. Butter. Yeah. Like I was just thinking about how my back would break out. That's what I was going to say. Is that not going to make you get like crazy acne? (laughs) (laughs) Like all the oil? They were rubbing each other down and they looked like they were about to do like a bodybuilding competition because Mm -hmm. they were all lubed up. And I was like, this (laughs) is my worst nightmare. If I was on The Bachelor and he was like, this butter is so we can rub each other and be like, I am out. <laughs> I am out. So I thought I was in love with you, but actually I need to go. No, because this is just such a funny story. I need story that too. black Escalade to pull up and I'm going to hop in <laughs> it and leave. I'm actually out of here. I'm leaving. Because it just reminds me of whenever years ago when you and Ryan lived in your apartment and we came over, y'all went out of town and we were dog sitting for you guys. So mm-hmm. we were staying in your apartment and Jonathan and I were taking a shower and have you heard this story before? I don't think so. We were taking a shower and he took the shampoo bottle yes, and just squirted yes. it. Well, and on if my y'all head. don't know, Mandy has a routine, first of all. So yes, I have a very strict <laughs> shower routine. There is a certain way I wash my hair. There's a certain way I dry off. There's a certain way I do everything in the shower. She's and I so really calculated. don't know. Why, which is like I'm not it's OCD. So, she's not OCD and she's not anal. It's so funny how yeah. like the more she says certain things, I'm like, she's so calculated about things. Yes. And it's just like I would not think that. Yes. So he squirted the shampoo in my hair and I cried. Yeah. And I can't believe we that. have not showered together since I he cannot brought, believe that. A week ago. A week ago, Jonathan brought it up. I was like, because we have a big shower now. Mm-hmm. We even it even has like a, a bench. bench. Yeah. And so I brought it up the other day. I was like, come on. And he goes, uh-uh, I'm not getting in there. Last time I got in the shower, traumatized. I was like, oh my gosh, it was just because you put, sh- don't put shampoo in my hair That's and we'll be fine. so funny. But he did, he just went splat on my hair and I was like, I bawled. That's I can't so believe that. Stupid. Was that like alcohol induced? Wine induced crying? That it could have been. Maybe. It could, but, but we were totally fine and he did it and I was just like, I don't know why. So that butter stuff really just <laughs> took me back to that place. And oh my I was gosh. like, I would not let anyone put butter on my body. That all. is so funny. So they had and a- so weird. I know. <laughs> you guys, I wish I could show you the visual of this right now, but we've told a couple of our friends this story. But one time Mandy and I were on vacation together and she's leaned over. So picture her. She's leaned over after the shower. She has her hair wet and she's about to blow dry it. And she's got the blow dryer. Anyway, she starts shaking her hair like crazy. Like whipping it back like and forth. whipping her hair yeah. while she's upside down, whipping her hair. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy that you do that. And she was like, oh, do you do that too? And I was like, no. <laughs> Absolutely I was not. like, no, it is actually crazy to me that you are doing this right now. Okay, so <laughs> my ha- routine to yes. get some of the water out. Yes, so my hair is so thick that it holds on to water so much that I do that. I do that same whipping thing before I get out of the shower. 
And it's right so before funny. I you guys should see it. it. And I was like, oh, so you're getting the water out of your hair and splashing it on me. <laughs> <laughs> or the mirror or wherever. It's so funny. I should do a video yeah, of me she doing should. it. And we'll do we'll, we'll put um it. we'll put Willow Willow Smith's music to it. I, I whip my hair. Back and <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's so funny. That's hilarious. Okay, so the, their date, Michelle's date, ended. Yeah, well. back to Michelle's yes. date. Michelle's <laughs> date went great. Okay. He I'm said glad. that they have a special bond and he doesn't really know like how anything can compare. Okay. So that then, makes me happy. So then he goes on Bree's date. Poor poor Bree, because this date to me, I I didn't particularly like it. They went like on a hike mm-hmm. and then they set up like a camp. Like in a tent and stuff? Yeah. But like, and it was like during the day. I don't know. I mm-hmm. guess when would you really do that? I guess during the day. But yeah, they just went on a hike and she was like, I don't know why we keep doing these outdoorsy things. I'm the last outdoorsy. That's hilarious. She still that had she fun, said that. But she was like, I love I'm the stuff last. like that. Yeah. But like, yeah. I she don't... got nervous that that was going to be her fantasy suite in the tent. She, oh my gosh. Was, that's hilarious. She, she was like, he goes, oh, this is where we're staying tonight. And she was like, oh God. Cool. Cool. This is my fantasy suite. We get our off camera time in this tent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it ended up to be where um, they did go to the fantasy suite and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a great time mm-hmm. as well. So then the third one was Rachel's date. Okay. And she was losing her mind. Because you know what? The Bachelor used to never have the final three women together in the same right. house. Once it got to final they separated three, them. they separated them. Mm-hmm. And I think that is exactly what it's needs appropriate. To yes. But they the reason they do it is so because of they'll the get drama. all catty and yeah. yeah, just get all So they weren't catty because they're all I think are just they, insecure. Yes, very insecure. insecure. Because you, they literally have them sitting in the lit- living room waiting for them to walk in from their day. Right, with all the smiles on Smi- their face. Of course they're and smiling. And then. Wondering if they slept together. And then, of course, they have to ask, what'd y'all do? Uh-huh. And then they have to answer what they did. Mm-hmm. She talked about rubbing them down with butter or mm-hmm. whatever. And they were, and of course, they were like trying to be as nice as possible. So Rachel was feeling very insecure. What was she, their date? They went and made pottery. Okay. Like on ghost. Like on ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she was so feeling weird. She was like, what if he's been on these two dates and he's kind of like forgotten the spark or the reason yeah. why he likes me. She, she was nervous about being last. She right. really wanted to be first. And then some people want to be, you know, like it's wanna one of those last. things. Yeah. Because yeah, you it's want that lasting memory. Too. Yes. Like, what do you want to be? But so she was kind of feeling weird. He was kind of feeling like an yeah. awkward vibe. And then finally they were, She, I think she was done with the clay and she was like, <laughs> okay, we need to talk. Uh-huh. So they had a talk and she felt much better afterwards. He reassured her. But, I mean, how much reassurance can you get? There are two other women. So. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, with all of this kind of stuff, it's like you want to be first. You want to be last because of the different reasons, you mm-hmm. know. You want to be left in his mind. But then you also want to be first because he chose you to go on the date first or whatever. But honestly, when you think about it, it's almost like you have to get out of that mindset because it's if if you're meant to be together you mm-hmm. will be if for any reason someone is going to pick someone other than you it was not meant to be and you, it doesn't yeah. need to be rearranged or things need to happen in a certain order mm-hmm. for him to like remember you or whatever like it was not meant to be and i'm sure in the situation it's so hard because you are falling in love mm-hmm. but i mean you have to know like sometimes that connection may be better with someone else 
Right. And it seems like from watching it, I don't know, you're going to have to tell me once you watch it. It seemed like he was the most into her by the end of the night is what I kind of And you always wonder too, like, are they more into the ones who are questioning it sometimes or more into the ones that things are good with? Like it's, it's, that's another catch. Well, see, this is what I think. So do you want to know who went home? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Brie went home. I feel like that. There's no surprise. Right. Yeah. she so was that's shocked. good to know because I did want yeah. the other two Me too. to be so um no shock there. Mm-hmm. She was shocked. Um, but I think once she watches back and sees one, the other and that's kind of how it is. Yeah. She'll, she'll I feel know. like everyone who gets sent home, if they watch back, they'll be like, Oh, okay. They were on a different yeah. level than we were. So I think that next week, the whole drama of him crying with Chris saying, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I think that's going to be him just not knowing who to pick because he, he does have, like, I feel like he, is so in love with Rachel, mm-hmm. but I think he knows that Michelle is because he. I think he loves Michelle too, but I think he knows that she. I think is this who happens so much. He needs to be with. Uh-huh. She's. I. I don't want to say safe, right? But she is a like. We can build a life together. Yes. Things will go according to plan with her. Yes. So essentially safe. Yeah. Like he's he's in love with her, but essentially the safer choice of the two. And then Rachel's more of not a wild card. She's obviously into him, but like more of like the Yeah, like how's our life gonna pan out together? Yeah, and like I don't I'm not sure what she does for a living, but like Me neither. Will they is she gonna wanna just be about the Instagram life? Right. Is she going to want to yeah. like what like is he's more I feel, sure about how things would pan out with Michelle. I that's what I assume. Which I kind of feel like that happens so much. And they always end up choosing Becca Mm -hmm. and Ari and Lauren. I feel like he was just like Becca was the safe option. Like I know how our life is gonna pan out. And Lauren, gosh, bless her. I think she's so cute and everything, but I just I almost I just don't know how they hit it off because on camera it seemed like they never really spoke. Like they didn't have much to say. However, and like he kept questioning like how's our life gonna pan out? Well here they are having their second child. So I'm living such a great life. Yeah, they're so happy. And I mean, you just got to go with your your heart, I guess. So we'll see what he chooses. I'm pretty interested to find out. The heart and the mind really do battle. They really do. So much, like all the time. And I can't even imagine in that sort of like situation. I can't. We've said this before when we were talking about The Bachelor. I can't even imagine being like filmed on national TV, like falling in love with someone. That's just nuts to me. No, that would be so weird. Yeah. I would never want to go back and put me and Jonathan's story on TV. No. That'd be so weird. Oh, no. I'm like cringing thinking about it. I can't even imagine. Okay. So I was uh, reading these things on um, Snapchat. I did the Snapchat news because I was like, because the boys. What are the hot topics? Yeah. Our husbands watch the Daily Mail. Every single day. And I don't Ryan know. Ryan will always give me the rundown on Kylie, Kylie Kardashian. Je- or yeah, <laughs> Kylie Kardashian. Kylie Jenner, not Kardashian. That shows how much I know oh my <laughs> about gosh. Kylie Jenner. And it's so funny. He's always like, did you know this about Kylie? Did you know this? And I'm like, no, Ryan, I don't watch the Daily Mail. <laughs> Which is so funny that he is like zoned in on Kylie it's just hilarious like he's so fascinated that someone her age could get so rich yeah off of makeup off of makeup and I'm like yeah it's a whole plethora of things yeah it's their whole gene pool so I think that I must have been looking in the wrong area I I need to 
have the boys show yeah, me the rundown of the daily mail. They have to show you the ropes. <laughs> so the the article that I found was something called sleep divorce. Oh God! So basically, it's supposed to make your marriage better. Okay, and you divorce sleeping together if. Not like sleep, like sleeping in the same bed. Right. In the same room. It's, st- yeah, still, I guess it's if you aren't sleeping well together, that you're supposed to have an honest conversation of why you don't want to sleep in the same room anymore. And apparently, y'all, I'm going to read word for word because I screenshotted this because I couldn't believe it either. My eyes are bugged out right now. Yes. I don't even know what is happening. It says, known that sleeping separately isn't a cause for concern. It may seem like sleeping together is one of the things that is inherent to a committed romantic relationship but that's not always the case in order to enjoy strong quality time together you're going to need some space to refuel you can get your space in other ways i know we get our space like just at night like he'll watch like uh sports out in the Mm -hmm. living room and i'll watch dateline or the bachelor or something and mandy she had told me about these bluetooth headphones that you can hook up (gasps) to the tv or whatever so Mm -hmm. ryan has those so he'll watch like a show or sports center um in the bed while i'm reading my book and it's perfect because that's like sure you're not talking to each other but it's still like you're quality in the same time space. you're not you know because we're not around each other because all day. it's okay, Jonathan and it's okay to not have it, the same hobbies like that's yeah. fine but that doesn't mean you need to sleep in separate i know but it's saying that it's wonderful like i'm so confused in the the, the second i'm wh- really concerned about the information that is being blasted all over social media like, for- this daily mail is crazy so it says <laughs> be gentle in your approach to the conversation it's important to view the situation from a point of empathy before you address your feelings for more space. Like, you can get your space in other ways. Mandy and I, both of us, we are such mm-hmm. the type, like we do love our alone time. We cherish it because you don't get it that often when you're Especially married and kids. you have a toddler mm-hmm. and you have a full-time job. So you don't get it that often. But even to me, like, you know, if I'm reading my book and Ryan's watching a show and we're just in the same room but doing separate things, like I'm fine with that. You know, like that's fine. I would cry if I'm, Jonathan was like, I'm just going to start sleeping upstairs now. Yeah. So on Sex in the City, I think it was the first movie or I can't remember. No, it was the second movie. Um, She was going on a trip with her girlfriends and this, that and the other. And she had wanted to go and put a lot of effort into writing. So she went back to her old apartment for a couple uh-huh. days to write and just to like clear her head, just to be alone. And just she said, bang it out just to get the writing out. Well, then that led big to say maybe we should a couple of days a week you stay at your or I'll stay at your old apartment you can stay at our house and we'll just do our separate thing and that way when we come back together we can have like our time together and enjoy it more and like having missed each other for those couple days and she's like you're telling me you want to take two days off a week from our marriage and it's true it's kind of like the sleeping thing like that's just like not no I that's not marriage I mean it's not marriage in my eyes. And people and sh- they and even, it may work for other and people. And they even say in the yeah. movie that like it's what you make of it. Like you can make your own rules kind of thing. Yes, sure, you can. That's totally fine, but I feel like just even sleeping in the same bed, you're not I don't know. I don't see how that could bring you closer together. I don't either. I couldn't do it. I have to be touching Jonathan with ice. See, when I, sleep. I don't. And Ryan's Ryan is the same way. We're fine. We kiss goodnight after, you know, we're done reading or watching sports and or whatever. We'll kiss goodnight and then roll over. We both like 
facing mm-hmm. the outsides when we sleep. And that's it. Like we don't cuddle or any of that stuff because I we both get really hot, you know, like it's just half the days of the week I wake up naked. Yeah. Mandy, I strip down. Man- I get so hot. <laughs> yeah, but she'll still be touching Jonathan. Yes, my foot is always touching <laughs> Which him. Which is so funny. It like, is. Like I just like my space. I like to be spread out. Like I just like I like my space when I'm sleeping. I sleep much better that way. The other day when he was at Windstar for his friend Alex's birthday, the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh, I guess I got hot last night. She's Don't so funny because she does not remember doing this. Mm-mm. So I like that's not me at all I'm fine like sleeping I'll sleep we talked about this on one of our Facebook lives I usually sleep in like an oversized shirt and either pajama pants or shorts or whatever and Mandy you'll go to bed in what do you go to bed in I'll usually go to bed in either leggings and a t-shirt. Pretty much what you wore earlier that yes, night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Or like a big t-shirt or. And then you just wake up in nothing. nothing. Yes. And I wake up in nothing because. And then I'll randomly like get the memory of, oh, yeah, I like I was sweating, mm-hmm. like just drenched in sweat. Nothing beats those new mom sweats. You guys, if you had kids recently or even oh not recently gosh. and you just remember that feeling of right after giving birth, those next like it probably went those on for a week, flashes. right? Um, I feel like it was like two weeks. Was it? For I me can't remember. I, f- I just remember, though, those first few nights sleeping, you would literally wake up just drenched like all of your hormones are just so out you of know whack. That's why people eat their placenta to, to make like help. Because you level out your, your hormones. hormones. Yeah. Because yeah. so, you're taking, because if you, because people. I would eat it if it was encapsulated, I guess. That's what they do. Uh-huh. So they will put it in capsules and then you Well, I remember the on the Kardashians though, yes. at one point they, they were like that's talking about like it. eating it. Yes. And they like were. straight up. They were joking. Like they made it look like it was okay. actually theirs, but they weren't going to eat uh-huh. it. Um, but no, Courtney did put hers into capsules and she mm-hmm. took the And pills. I've heard of that a lot. Like I'm not like overly interested in doing that. If no. someone was like, here, it's already in pill form. Here you go. I'd be like, all right, sure. But I'm not going to like pay for it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm fine. Not. I'll go through the night sweats for a couple of weeks. Because they go away. Once they yeah. go away, they go away. Yeah, but and nothing beats that. Like that's intense. So intense. Yeah. And then it doesn't help whenever like you've got your baby and like you're trying to like feed And you're and wearing you're, like, a diaper. Yes. Uh, you got your big like nursing bras on that look like parachute bras with wet spots on them. You've got your diaper on. You can't even sit down. Like I'm telling you, I had so much milk that even my um, pads that were supposed to protect from leaking <laughs> were would drenched. leak. Yes, they were drenched. <laughs> What's so funny too, and Mandy knows this, and we've said this before, not on the podcast, but it's funny because I had an issue with milk supply. Like even okay, so Zach had a hard time latching because he had to go to NICU as soon as he was born for a minor complications. And he had to get milk out of a bottle since he went straight to NICU. So I could not feed him um, myself. So that led to him having latching issues. He had a tongue tie and a lip tie, all this stuff. Well, where was I going? Oh, I just milk. lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Milk. My milk supply. So, so funny. Even still, so he would, you know, have a hard time latching and not get so much, like not get enough milk. And so he was like hungry and screaming and I would even pump as well and not get enough milk. Yet I would be like, okay, like I'm over. I got to go take a shower. I'll go into the bathroom. I'll take off my clothes and like leak on the way to the shower. And I'm like, this is 
bullshit. <laughs> Rachel's just leaking milk everywhere, but but inside a bottle yeah, or her baby's like, mouth. This is messed up. Like I cannot, I could not keep up at all. Like it was so funny. I had like two two little pouches of milk, and I was like so proud of it. And then like the next thing you know, five seconds later, it's gone. It is gone. Oh, I'm sore. Like I can't. I'm. You never got mastitis, did you? No, but I was so close. Yeah. So, so I'm close. like so fearful of that. I never had that or mm-hmm. anything, but I'm. I'm still like super fearful of it. Yeah. So with mine, my whole boob was a complete block. It mm-hmm. looked like a brick was inside of it. So it actually Corinne was over visiting and meeting Charlie for the first time. And I was like, hey, be right I, back. I got to go to the shower. So I literally just milked myself in uh-huh. the shower to <laughs> make sure. myself. And I had to. Yeah, because I was just producing so much that it wasn't coming out mm-hmm. or it, or it wasn't coming out fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had to go. Because you did not pump in the beginning? No. No, I didn't pump in the beginning. Right. I kind of just adjusted to what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But I guess my body was just overproducing it, which I should have just pumped it. Um, I would have had milk for a lot longer than I did. Because I, I think I stopped at like six or seven months. Which is really... Good. Yeah. I mean, because I was nowhere near that. I only yeah. was able to do it for a month. And then like one night or laying in bed, Zach's like a month old or whatever. And I'm like, he's so hungry. He's like screaming. And Ryan's like, let's just give him formula. Let's just try. And of course, I'm like, that's no. the hardest thing to tell to a new mom. It really was. Yeah. But like in that moment. And so I can totally sympathize yeah. with moms who are like, no, I want to feed my own baby. But at the same time, like, hey, you got to do fed is best. Yes. And, and Mandy and I are both on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. Like, It does not matter how you feed them. Just feed them. So anyway, of course, I was like, no. And he's like, you know, but he's hungry. And so we grabbed some formula, fed Zach. He went down like a charm. Mm -hmm. Everything changed. He was a much happier baby at that point. So my plan, whenever we do have another one, I want to still breastfeed in the Mm -hmm. beginning, but kind of just see how it goes. And I feel like that's how, you know. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Just see how it goes. Like, yeah. don't put that pressure on yourself. And all your eggs in the basket. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't make it to where like, oh my gosh, I have to or oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to at all. Like, just see how it goes. And it's so funny because whenever you're having um, your first child, it's just so different because now when we have our next one, I don't even know. Like, I'm going to breastfeed just maybe for three months. Mm-hmm. Just, May, yeah, you know, like, just like, see how it goes. I don't, I don't have a plan, but and I was so, I think that's okay. I was so hellbent with Charlie, and I can just remember being in that place where I was like, I just, like, one time Jonathan, he wanted to feed her something that I had already pumped, but I was like, no, like, I want to, like, that want to mm-hmm. do it. Like, I totally understand, and I still, like, but I don't think with our next child I'm going to be so... And it really is different for everyone. Like there are some people who are like, this is mm -hmm. so convenient. This is free. Mm -hmm. This is convenient. Like I can just put the baby right there and they can eat. And then like when I was at a place where I was like, this is so not convenient because Mm -hmm. I literally felt like Zach was latched to me at all times. And when he wasn't, he was like drinking up the milk that I had done, um, you know, into the bottles. And so, yeah, it's just it's so different for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. I love podcasts and like just chatting. Um, because it goes off on so many tangents. Know, like, it's it just does. funny where it leads. I said this on our live the other night, but one of my friends had said that she felt like when she's listening to us, it's just like you're having girl talk. And that's, I mean, that's essentially what this is. Yeah. And that's, it was so funny. My husband, actually, he was like, yeah, I 
love y'all's podcast. He was like, are y'all supposed to like kind of get off topic? And I was yeah. like, I was like, that's kind of our shtick. It was so <laughs> funny when she told me that he said that. He was like, y'all kind of like go off on tangents. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. what else are you going to do? Yeah, like, hold like, on. Here's my agenda. Wait, okay, let's stop this subject. Okay, now we're going to move on. Yeah, we only can talk about this yeah, for 15 this minutes. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because I am going to go back to something because I was supposed to talk about this last week. <laughs> on and her I'm agenda. Actually, really. Thankfully, though, she does have like an outline, an outline that we can kind of, yeah, yeah just, work through. Yeah, like exactly. a roadmap. Like we're not completely just in the wind, <laughs> just all over. But so I, I meant to talk about this last week. I've been having such weird dreams. Hmm. And I told you about the one where I was tanning on the live. Yes, you were doing self-tanner on our lives Mm -hmm. and you made me do your back. And I was just (laughs) like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? Well, I had a dream about Ryan Uh and I don't know what made me, I I guess because every night before I go to bed, I scroll, I, on Instagram for engagement, I like and save a lot of pictures. Mm -hmm. So I scroll through. So I must've had Instagram on my mind. But I had a dream that Ryan all of a sudden wanted to start an inspirational quote Instagram. (laughs) And he was like gung-ho about it. I was like, like, do you think you're going to make money off of that? Like if you get a lot of followers? I don't know. I was so confused. And then he wanted you to run it. And I was like, listen, buddy. We have way too much on our plate. (laughs) Sorry. Way too much for Rachel to be doing. Yeah, you answer for me. You're like, listen, Ryan. Sorry. She's used up. She's tapped out. She can't help you run your inspirational She needs to go and like posts and save posts of random people so we can get engagement. (laughs) Not posting pictures from Pinterest for you. (laughs) But yeah, that, it was such a weird dream. The next morning, I was like, this is the stupidest dream That's I've hilarious. ever had. You're like, why does my brain come up with these things? And it you is know so what? weird. I probably dream every night, but I don't like Well, that's remember. how everyone is, I guess. Supposedly, you dream every single night, and you just may or may not remember it. Um, but that also, let's go off on another little tangent that makes me want to ask you, do you know what lucid dreaming is, where you can control your dreams? <sighs> yeah. Yes, I've heard of that. So have you ever been able to? I don't think so. I feel like there have been um, dreams where I'm like, I know I'm dreaming. And I'm like, you need to wake up. Uh-huh. You need to wake so up. So you're trying to get out of it, but you, yes, you're not but actually never trying to control con- what's going on. No, I've never done that. I've only been able to do it like literally in my 33 years. How old am I again, you guys? Um, <laughs> I've only been able to do it twice. <laughs> One of them I'm not going to mention on here. I'll tell Mandy later. Oh my gosh. Is it about like an actor? It's so funny. It is about an actor. <laughs> Have I told you that? No, I just assumed. I think I've told Ryan, so it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> um, but it's so funny because I've only, <laughs> is it about an actor I've only been able to control my dreams twice and some people like are able to all the time which is so crazy our minds are so complex and crazy we said this before we're like you guys like all of the dips and all that that means like how much information you're able to hold if you were if you listen to our first podcast it's so funny because we know absolutely nothing about brains, yeah. but we were just talking like we knew. This is how you put out rumors. This is how you put out information and you spread information. And then people are like, you guys, I heard these facts on this podcast called She Happens. happens. They know all about the brain. They're two moms who run a boutique. 
And they know all about the brain. They should have been like neuroscientists. I do actually know a lot about the brain with trauma. The brain. The brain. The center of the chain. Did you ever watch The Babysitter's Club? No. I've never heard of that. That's a great movie. Um, But yeah, I know. I know kind of like about the brain or what... Uh, damage can be done to the brain due to trauma but i don't know much right about, from like teaching yeah, and stuff yeah childhood development so. and all that stuff but yeah it, speaking of lucid dreaming though it's crazy because there are some people who can control their dreams i just i don't even see how that's possible have you ever had um the the paralyzing dreams what's that Sleep called paralysis yes. and it's so funny that you're bringing that up because i was going to bring that up next yes i have one time scared me to death I thought I was like dead I literally thought I was dead the first time it happened and then of course I'm I like yes you could feel that way it does I thought feel I that was way. dead like it yeah. was kind of like an outer body experience and like mm-hmm. I thought that I was like gone like I'm a goner <laughs> and like, so, my heart must have stopped yeah something like this is the other this is the other realm like I'm gone but I if it's the other realm it was not pretty well my it's yeah such a weird dark it's place. very strange yeah I was terrified and then I googled it and figured out that it's a thing and then it's happened a few more times since then and like I I realized that it's happening so I'm not scared but it's still not pleasant yeah whatsoever it only happens to me when I am exhausted and I'm napping okay when mine it, is when I sleep yeah. on my back oh it's interesting. only on my back and so I try to avoid sleeping on my back and I hear that like sleeping on your back is really like the best position to sleep in like as far as like Keeping your uh-huh. joints and bones aligned and all that so stuff. Funny. Getting older, you know. Um, Ryan sleeps on his back. He, like, builds a cocoon around him. He has, like, so many pillows. And he, like, builds his cocoon and, like, has one under his <laughs> knees and, like, all this stuff. It's so funny. I'm still That's such so the – I'll lay on my stomach and, like, have my legs, like, kind of, like, sprawled out. I don't know. I'm a I, stomach I'm a, sleeper. I'm a stomach sleeper as well. That was really hard to adjust when you're pregnant. It's Sleeping horrible. on your side. That was horrible. a really, really hard adjustment. Yeah, the pregnancy pillows are life-changing. Yes. Yeah, I never got the one that you got, the snake pillow. It's so I got good. like a wedge that I stuck under my bump, and that helped me a lot. See, and I slept with the boppy, too. Because with that, you can't hug it. Uh-huh. So the snake one is So the one my I boppy, yes. I was able to like kind of Cuddle. hug. Yeah, you put your arm underneath and yeah. Yeah, but... Anyway, sleep paralysis. It's crazy. So I used to, in high school, get it because I ran cross country in the morning. And um, at the end of – no, okay. So I ran cross country in the morning. So we had to be up at like 5.30 or 5 or whatever. So then we would run. My very first period was library aid. So I had to like check people in and out. Well, I would like take a nap and – I would fall asleep and I would be very conscious that I knew that I wasn't supposed to be sleeping. And I'd be like, someone's probably waiting at the desk right now. You need to wake Where up. Where were you, you sleeping at? At the desk. Like on the, the librarian desk. desk. Oh my gosh. So like people could pr- try to be checking out a book and, and I was you're just asleep. But, on I, the books. but I knew I was asleep uh-huh. and I was trying to wake myself up. I'm like, Mandy, you got to wake up. I was paralyzed. <laughs> it was terrifying. That is terrifying. It is so scary. And especially because you're at school. But the last time it ever happened was at Jonathan and I's first apartment. I was sleeping. He was cooking and I was napping on the couch and it happened And finally, I woke myself up and I was like, whoa, it's so scary. It has not happened to me in a long time. But like I said, I think I relate mine to being on my back Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. I feel like I heard someone else say that, not like on Google or something, but like a friend of mine had said that too. And I was like, maybe it's just like some kind of pressure on your brain. But if you're like sleeping 
on your side or on your desk and it's happening to you. I guess it can happen whenever. I think it's just when I know I'm not supposed to be sleeping. Yeah, like when you're on the edge of sleep. Yeah, and you know. That's the worst feeling, being on the edge of sleep. That really That doesn't happen to me often. Yeah. I can fall asleep in an instant. Mandy is literally a professional sleeper and I, I – love sleeping. Sleeping is one of my favorite hobbies. It's Mm -hmm. Mandy's too, but she is a pro at it. Like we went traveling um, through airports and stuff and we had to stay overnight at one airport. The lights are blaring. The floor is hard. The floor stinks and she is passed out. I think that like a charm. I hate road trips and I hate waiting in places so much that I'll sleep. Like when we went to Stephanie's bachelorette party, it was a two hour drive from the airport to um to the cabin i slept i slept the whole flight and then i slept in the car on the way there because they were like is she really asleep and it's amazing was like yeah this is what she does i sleep everywhere because i just like who wants i hate road trips and so i will sleep through it like the whole flight to hawaii those are the the whole thing those are the kind of situations where i'd be on the edge of sleep like it's not good sleep Mm -hmm. like i'd be on the edge so yeah like i'm getting kind of a cat nap but like i can't fully fall asleep because i'm so uncomfortable but like you can be fine john Jonathan has a picture of me on our way to our honeymoon, just like drooling all over myself. Just totally it was passed so out. Funny. So you have to wear your masks now. So on our way back from Vegas or on our way there, I slept both ways. But <laughs> of uh, course she did. <laughs> but it was so funny. I was like, thank God we have to wear a mask because my mouth was literally open. I would wake up and I would have drool coming down so onto funny. my mask. And I was like, thank God we your have to wear these stupid things. Drenched. So that's I don't. So funny. No, I can't imagine. That sounds like honestly and that's we've said this before like that's like I would love to be that person I can just sleep anywhere anywhere it's amazing it's a it's a gift it is a gift it is a gift because now I can like as soon as I put my head down if I say I'm sleeping I'm sleeping yeah and she looks so happy and peaceful and like you can like we were in the airport like making noise while I wasn't I was trying to sleep too but I had on like I had earplugs in, headphones over that, my sleep mask on, my blanket on. I was trying to just make it as comfortable as possible. Like, I don't need optimal conditions, Uh but like, I was trying to get as close as possible. Mandy's literally got like the tiniest sliver of a blanket, no, no sleep mask, no nothing. And she is just passed out. Living the dream. And they're just, you know, they have the announcements going on over the thing and the vacuum cleaners coming by, some guys cleaning and emptying the trash cans and she's just gone. Uh, it's amazing it is yeah i think and i think i gave that gift to charlie because charlie sleeps really yeah. well so i'm very blessed i hope our next kid sleeps good mm-hmm. which mandy and i've talked about this before too but i do feel like a lot of it is in how you do things we did train them yeah and when we say train we use that term loosely because it wasn't like a go lay in your bed and cry, and cry. And i don't yeah, care no. what happens to mm-hmm. you like i'll see you tomorrow like nothing like that But we did, yeah, we did like a light kind of sleep schedule thing. And it really worked. It It worked for both Zach and Charlie. Mm -hmm. It's nice. Um, Zach definitely went through his like sleep regressions and stuff like that right on schedule. Um, But I feel like overall, good sleepers. Such good sleepers. Mm -hmm. We're so blessed. Yeah. I'm just scared that a second one's going to just rock my world. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan and I are so spoiled by all the sleep that we get. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I'm praying. Mm Mm-hmm praying yeah we'll see if they get a run for their money on this second one yeah who knows when it's gonna happen well i hope you guys enjoyed episode four 
Yes, episode four has yes. been a lot of fun. It's been all over the map, as but always. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's how perfect. we roll. Right on brand. <laughs> right on brand. Yeah. So like Mandy said in the beginning, we do own the boutique, Cheeky Chic Boutique. It's fully online, but we do have a couple of spaces that we rent at the Painted Tree in North Richland Hills if you're local to us. Um, we have some clothes there that you can try on. They're open every single day. But other than that, we're fully online. We do ship to anywhere in the U.S. or Canada um, for a flat rate. It's only $6.50. But if you spend 65 or more... It's free. It is totally free. So, um, yeah, take advantage. We have tons of styles. We're always releasing new arrivals. And we just created this podcast to kind of branch off of our boutique and be able to talk to you guys and chat. We like to do, we like to have these kind of conversations on our Facebook lives uh-huh. on Monday night. And we'll kind of touch on things. But we just don't have enough time. There is no yeah. time. We're trying to do our new arrivals and our raffles. So this podcast is a good way for us to be able to just have the girl talk like we were talking about and chat yeah. with y'all. And so our Facebook and Instagram and how you can follow us and keep up with all of our new arrivals and stuff like that will be in the show notes. Yes, Mandy will put that in there. So we hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you next week. And as always, be kind and dress cute. Bye. Bye. Bye.